Good morning, everyone. I'd like to share with you the drasha that I shared with my kahila on Shabbos. Yesterday, Parshas Vayera, Tovshin Peibes, because I think it's a very important lesson in our Avodas HaMitzvahs, in the way we perform mitzvahs in our Avodas Hashem. There are three occurrences in the Torah where one of our Himahis was taken captive by one of the kings. As we know in Parshas Lech Lecha, Menu was taken by Paroi. Yesterday in Parshas Vayera, Tzor Menu was taken again by Avimelech. And in Parshas Toldois, Rivka Menu was taken by Avimelech or another Avimelech. And in each situation, Avram and Yitzchak had said that she's not my wife, she's my sister. Parshas Lech Lecha Imri Lo Achaisi Lemanitav Lo Yibavurech V'chaisa Nafshi Biglalech And when Paroi confronts Avram Avinu and says How come you said that she's your sister and not your wife? Avram Avinu said I was allowed to lie Was Pikuach Nefesh If not you're going to kill me Yitzchak Avinu and Parshas told us Avimelech tells him in Perek Chavav Pasuk Tess so he says, I was afraid I might die over her. Yet yesterday in Parshas Vayera, when Avimelech confronts Avram Avinu and tells him, Why did you say she's my sister? So the first thing he says is, Because I saw, The first answer is the same. Why? Because Pikuach Nefesh. I'm allowed to lie for Pikuach Nefesh. However, Avram Avinu continues and says, but really I didn't lie. She really is my sister. She's called Achaisi. So I didn't really lie. And the Chesam Soifer in Teres Moshe HaSholem in Parshas Toldois is bothered by the question. When he spoke to Parai and when Yitzchak spoke to Avimelech, they didn't give excuses why it wasn't a lie. Yes, I said she's my sister, even though she's my wife, because it's pikuach nefesh, I'm allowed to lie. So why is it here with Avimelech in Parshas Vayera that Avram Avinu feels the need to say it wasn't really a lie? I said the truth. Maybe you didn't understand what I meant, but I did not say a lie. Why is this incident different that Avram Avinu felt the need to give this excuse. So the Chassam Seifer over there in Parshas Taldais quotes a Gemara, a story in Mesech Shabbos and in Teres Moshe he quotes his Chiddush that he said over there in Mesech Shabbos but if you look in Chiddush Chassam Seifer and Daf Memtes and on Daf Kuf Lamed in Shabbos he says the Vart there as well on the Gemara. The Gemara in both places brings a story. And the story is with a person named Elisha Balkanafayim. And in each place, the Gemara is trying to bring the story for a different reason. And Daf Mem Test, the Gemara says, Tfilin Amravyanai, Tfilin Srichin Gufnaki, Kalisha Balkanafayim. When one is wearing his Tfilin, he needs a clean body, like Elisha Balkanafayim. What's a clean body? So the Gemara says, according to Abayi, Shaloyafiach Baham. He should not pass gas. He should not have to go to the bathroom. Rava says he shouldn't sleep with them wearing the tefillin. 
So the Gemara says, why is he called Elisha Baal Kenafayim? So the Gemara says a famous story. One time, Malchus Roimi Harisha, the evil Malchus of Rome, made a decree, Shekalamineach Tfilin, anyone who wears Tfilin, Yenakruas Moichai, they will smash his skull. And Elisha used to wear Tfilin and go out in the street. And one time he was discovered by a Roman officer who chased him. And when the officer caught up with him, Elisha took the tefillin off his head and held them in his hand. And the officer said, what's in your hand? He said, kanfeyoyna, wings of a dove. When he opened up his hand, a nace happened and there were taka kanfeyoyna there. So therefore he's called Elisha Balkinafayim. Elisha, the one of the wings. Now the question, the first question here that's asked by the Rishonim, Taisvis asks, where do you see anywhere in this story about Elisha that he had a gufnaki? The Gemara said that you need a gufnaki like Elisha, Balkanafayim. Where do you see anything about a gufnaki? So Taisvis says, well, Mistama, we could assume that since a nace, a miracle occurred with his tefillin and the mitzvah of tefillin, must be Elisha was extra midaktek extra zohir in the mitzvah of tefillin, and he did it to the best way, performed the mitzvah to the best way possible, gufnaki, and included in that is a gufnaki, because if not, if he didn't perform the mitzvah properly, a nace probably would not have occurred. It's a hard thing to understand, but that's what Taisva says, Pshad in the Gemaris. Now, on Dav Kuf Lamed in Mesech the Gemara brings this story for a different reason. The Gemara says, Tanya, Reb Shimon, Allah, Zeroimer. Kol mitzvah shemosi Yisrael atzimam aleyam lemiso, bishaz gezeres hamalchus. Any mitzvah, the Kla Yisrael, when there was a decree against that mitzvah, Kla Yisrael was moiser nefesh for it. Kigayin, avaydazara umila, just like avaydazara and mila, Kla Yisrael were willing to give up their lives, not to be oivran avaydazara and not to be mevalta britzmila, since Klai Yisrael is Meisr Nefesh, that mitzvah is still strong until today. That's why you find people, you find in times of the, of, of, of the Russians, the communists, and other places during the war, you find people who are Meisr Nefesh to do the mitzvah of Bris Milah. Why? The Gemara says, because Klai Yisrael, B'Shaz Gezeris Malchus, in the times of the Romans, they were Meisr Nefesh for Misa, that gave a strength, uh, for Mila, I'm sorry, that gave a chizuk into Gans Kla Yisrael. That for generations later, thousands of years later, it's still Muchzekes Biyodom. However, Kol Mitzvah Shalim Masi Yisrael Atzman Aleim, Lemisa B'Shaz Kazeris Hamalchus, but any mitzvah that Kla Yisrael did not risk their lives for, Kigoyin Tvilin, Hadayin Humerufa Biyodom, it's still weak in their hands. How do we know Kla Yisrael wasn't Moiser Nefesh for Tfilin? So the Gemara brings the story of Elisha Balkanafayim. Now there's a Machlaikas Rashi in Taisvis here. How did you prove from the story of Elisha Balkanafayim that Kla Yisrael was not Moiser Nefesh for the mitzvah of Tfilin? And that's why until today the mitzvah of Tfilin is not so stark by Kla Yisrael. Unfortunately, they say that the bay around the Statue of Liberty is full of tefillin. Nebuch people coming from Europe to America, when they saw the Statue of Liberty, it's a new world, they threw their tefillin overboard. 
Many people didn't, but unfortunately many people did. How do you see that from Elisha Balkanafayim? So Rashi says, you see from here, from that story, that Elisha was the only one who was Meiser Nefesh. Elisha, we're highlighting as someone who was Meiser Nefesh for Tefillin, and that's why the nace with the wings happened to him. Must be the rest of Kalah Yisrael wasn't Meiser Nefesh. Taisva says an unbelievable thing. Taisva says, when Elisha told the officer that they are Kan Feyayna, and he didn't say that they're Tefillin, it's a Taina and Elisha. Elisha wasn't Meiser Nefesh. What do you mean he wasn't Meiser Nefesh? Elisha was wearing Tefillin, Bishas Gezeris Malchus Raimi, in the street. He was finally caught, and he took off his Tefillin, he held them in his hand, and instead of saying they're Tefillin, he said there's Kan Feyayna. Zagtaisvis, you should have been Meiser Nefesh and said their tefillin, and have your head smashed in. That's Mesiris Nefesh. So the Gemara is bringing a raya from Elisha that he was not Moiser Nefesh for tefillin. He brings this B'Shem Rabbeinu Shmuel. It's a big chiddush. A good friend of mine, Rabbi Yaakov Beer, from Boston, told me, when I was sitting shiva for my mother, told me a word from our Rashivel Zogazayin Gesundin Stark, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, that he said pshat in this taisvis is that when a person is so careful about a mitzvah, when a person is willing to be mitzvah nefesh for a mitzvah, if he doesn't take it to perfection, it's a tain on him. Could be it wasn't a tain on the rest of Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael wasn't mitzvah nefesh for tefillin. You're not going to have tainas on them if they say it's kan if they hide from everyone. But Elisha Baal Kanafayim, who's mitzvah nefesh to wear tefillin, and then... He doesn't take it to the next level and say, they're tefillin, he says, they're kan feyayna. It's called leymosar nafshe. It's a tain on him. If you're so perfect in your mitzvah, do it to the nth degree, to a thousand percent perfection. Be moser nefesh and say, they're tefillin and not kan feyayna. Which is an unbelievable vart. But the Chazam Seifer takes it one step further. Chassam Seifer says as follows. Chassam Seifer is bothered and he says, why is it that Elisha took off the tefillin? L'chayra, we have a Gemara that teaches us that a mitzvah, be'idna da'asik, when you are involved in a mitzvah, it will protect you. Mitzvahs, when you're not involved in them, they don't protect you. Now L'chayra, tefillin is a mitzvah, and not just any mitzvah, it's a mitzvah that says about it, It instills fear in other people. So Elisha's being confronted by the Roman, he should wear the tefillin, it'll protect him, and perhaps even the Roman will be instilled with a fear, and it won't bother him. Why did Elisha take off the tefillin? And to the Roman, it makes no difference if Elisha's wearing the tefillin or holding the tefillin. He knows that he's doing the mitzvah of tefillin, and Yenakar Meichai, he's going to kill him for it. So says the Chassab Seifer to answer this question, and to answer the question of where do you see that Elisha had a guf naki? Says the Chassab Seifer that there are different levels of guf naki. The literal level of the Gemara of guf naki is having a clean body, 
not passing gas, not falling asleep, that you might pass gas, person has to go to the bathroom, that's not a clean body. But it's more than that. Even a person who is on that level and doesn't have those issues. But what about saying a dover sheker mipiv? What about saying a lie while you're wearing the tefillin? Says the Chassam Soifer that Elisha Balkan Afayim, when he performed the mitzvah of tefillin, he made sure he had a guf naki in every sense of the word. Not only in his physical needs, it meant to say that his body was pure. He refused to say a lie while he was wearing his tefillin. That's also a chisaron. That's also called not having a guf naki. So for Elisha to say that these are kanfeyoyna, while he's wearing his tefillin, maybe he could have covered it with his hat or with his scarf or with his hand. That mitzvah of tefillin could have protected him while he's wearing it. However, if he would say the words, they are kanfeyoyna, that's a chisarin in being a gufnaki. So therefore he took off his tefillin. And even though by taking them off, he now endangered himself. He doesn't have the mitzvah He's not involved in the mitzvah, will not protect him. However, says the Chassam Seifer, He'd rather put himself in danger than saying a dover sheker, which he ref- considers not a gufnaki while he's wearing the tefillin. Why? Because the mitzvah that Elisha was performing, the mitzvah of tefillin that he was moiser nefesh for, he did this mitzvah to the nth degree, to a thousand percent he did this mitzvah. So much so that he made sure that when he performed the mitzvah, it wasn't only in the halachas of the mitzvah that he did every single detail behidr and even was moiser nefesh for. He was even moiser nefesh for not having a gufnaki. He was Meiser Nefesh not to say a Dvar Sheker, so that he should be perfect as well while he's performing the mitzvah. And even though he had to say a Dvar Sheker, because it was Sakonis Nefashis, but not while he's wearing his tefillin. That's a chisarin in the mitzvah. Not only does my mitzvah have to be perfect, I must be perfect while performing the mitzvah. And that is why we are medayik from him, the tefillin srichin guf naki. You want to know what type of guf naki? Kelisha bal kenafayim. Look how serious he was. His mesiris nefesh for tefillin. His mesiris nefesh for tefillin was so great that he made sure that he was even moiser nefesh not to say a dvar sheker while wearing the tefillin. So the reshiva of Shmuel was learning from, understanding from Taisvis that when a person has a mitzvah, do it to perfection. And if you involved in a mitzvah, and this is your mitzvah, and you're Meister Nefesh for that mitzvah, make sure you do it to the most perfect way possible. The Chazam Seifer is taking it another level. Elisha did do it, not like Taisvis. Elisha did the mitzvah in the most perfect way possible. But then he took it to the next level and made sure he was the perfect candidate doing the mitzvah. And if he had to say a lie to save his life, because of Pikuach Nefesh, he took off his tefillin. That's not a guf naki. So says the Chazam Soifer, let's go back to Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu had a mitzvah that to him was his mitzvah. 
a mitzvah he was meiser nefesh for, and that was the mitzvah of bris milah. The mitzvah of bris milah. Avraham Avinu was meiser nefesh. And 99, a sakana for himself. But this was his mitzvah. This made him into a someone who was no longer in Aurel. Avraham Avinu constantly had now the bris milah as a part of him. And therefore Avraham Avinu, because he had this mitzvah that he made sure to do to perfection, a, a mitzvah that he was willing to risk his life for, the mitzvah of milah, he had to make sure that he had a gufnaki. And he would not say a sheker. Calls man, he has the bris milah on him. Therefore says the Chassam Seifer, that in Parshas Lech Lecha was before his bris milah. Avram Avinu, before his bris milah, so he says, Achaisihi. Ay, it's a lie. You're allowed to lie for Bikuach Nafesh. Pare asks him, Why'd you lie? Because if not, you're going to kill me. Not a problem. In Parshas told us, Yitzchak Avinu, he also has a bris milah. But that wasn't his mitzvah. It was already a mitzvah that was given to his father. It wasn't with the same Mesiris Nafesh. Yitzchak had a bris when he was eight days old. Like millions of Jewish children have a bris at eight days old. So if there's Pikuach Nafesh, he's allowed to lie. And when Avimelech confronts him, he says, yes, I lied, because if not, you're going to kill me. But Avram Avinu and Parshas Vayera is now after the bris milah. And therefore, after the bris milah, he cannot say a sheker. He has a bris milah on him. That's like Elisha's tefillin. Avram Avinu's bris is like Elisha's tefillin. Elisha also had a bris, but that wasn't the mitzvah he was meiser nefesh for. Tefillin was the mitzvah he was meiser nefesh for. Avram Avinu's bris milah, he had to have a gufnaki. It's not enough to do the mitzvah properly. I have to be a perfect person performing that mitzvah. He couldn't say a devar sheker. And therefore, when Avimelech confronted him, he said, yes, the reason I said it was because I was afraid of my life, but I didn't say a sheker. I have a guf naki. Kozman, I have my bris mila. What I understood from this chasam seifer, besides we have the meridik of art from Rav Shmuel, so zayin but what I took from this Chassam Seifer is a lesson that is spoken about in the Svarim, the Nitziv in numerous places in Chomish, Hemek Dover talks about it. That every person should find one mitzvah that talks to them. Of course we have to perform all the mitzvahs of the Torah. But a lot of times a person has an atiyah to a certain mitzvah, an interest in a certain mitzvah. You see, by certain people, they have their mitzvah Find your mitzvah. Find the mitzvah that interest, interests you. Learn about it. Learn all the details. Learn the hidurim. Perform that mitzvah in the most mahudr dikka way possible. And like Rabbi Shmuel said, when you do a mitzvah in the most mahudr dikka way possible, do it to the nth degree, to the a millionth percent. Make sure that mitzvah is as perfect as perfect could be. But the Chazam Seifer teaches us that then you should make sure that you're the most perfect candidate for the mitzvah. Make sure you have a gufnaki when you do that mitzvah. But the lesson is not only in the mitzvah you're going to choose, it's really a general level. A person performs mitzvahs. Yitzchak, Avram, they were allowed to say a lie for pikuach nefesh. Just when it was the mitzvah that they were moiser nefesh, that had to be to perfection. But you see from here 
that there's a concept to make it lamdish. There's hider mitzvah in the chaptzah, in the actual mitzvah, and there's hider mitzvah in the gavra. I should be the most perfect candidate for a mitzvah. When a person is performing a mitzvah, he should think to himself, do I have a guf naki? person is learning a black gemara. You're learning the Rabbi Shams Torah. How could all the saw in the middle, you say Lashon Hara, say to Harusa, hey, did you hear about this Misa? How could you do that? That's not a guf naki. You're in the middle of learning. You're in the middle of a mitzvah. I'm doing a chesed. But at the same time, I insult somebody. V'chohena, v'chohena. It's not only in the mitzvahs that we're Meisr Nefesh for, which I'm saying is a very important thing to find your mitzvah. The Rambam says, Rotzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lezakas is Yisrael, Lefichol Chirbalem Teira Mitzvahs. Says the, 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 the Rambam in Pirsha Mishnayis, that a person is Zaychot Haylam Haba when he does one mitzvah to perfection in his life. Therefore, Hirbalem Teira Mitzvahs. There's so many mitzvahs to choose from. Find that one mitzvah. Do that mitzvah to perfection. Not only perfection in the mitzvah, perfection in the person. You should have a guf naki. But in all of our mitzvahs, let's think to ourselves, when we're performing a mitzvah, are we doing the mitzvah in the most mohudradik way possible, not only in the way we do the mitzvah, as ourselves doing the mitzvah? Do we have a guf naki? That's the lesson that Avraham Avinu was teaching us. Find the mitzvah, do it mehudar. Be moiser nefesh for that mitzvah. It should be our mitzvah. Our family should know this is our mitzvah. Our children should know. It should become something important. Ah, this is our mitzvah. This is our family's mitzvah. This is Tati's mitzvah. This is mommy's mitzvah. This is what they do. And they do it so beautifully and so perfect. And when they do it, they are the most perfect that they could be while they're doing the mitzvah. But in a general level, it's an unbelievable lesson about having a guf naki while performing mitzvahs. Any mitzvah we do, we should strive that we should be mahudr as well when we perform that mitzvah. And Ba'ezus Hashem, as we see from Elisha Balkan Afayim, that when a person is mahadr in a mitzvah, and a person is willing to do the mitzvah the most mahudradik way possible. And not only in the mitzvah, he's willing to put himself in danger like Elisha in order that the mitzvah of tefillin should be performed with a gufnaki. And if he has to say a sheker, he's going to take off his tefillin. HaKadosh Baruch Hu performed an ace for him. Mitzvah is is not megan. But if a person is doing the mitzvah in order to do it in the best way possible, that's still considered the Asik Bey. And he will have that Hagana. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees how a person wants to do mitzvahs in the best way possible, HaKadosh Baruch Hu protects him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu may, performs Nisim for him. And Be'ezus Hashem, if we're able to make sure that we do our mitzvahs in the most Mahodradik way possible, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will reciprocate and he will shower us with brachos in the most mahudradik way possible, a bracha for ourselves, our mishpachas, and for Gans Kla Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Kol Tov.